BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. For those of you who don't know us, I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And these are our voices. So get used to them because sometimes we'll get messages and it's like, I loved when you said this about like this and this. I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> I know. Someone, someone messaged me the other day. Like I was dying when you said this and it was something you said. <laughs> and I was thinking, this that's funny that they have our voices mm-hmm. switched in their heads. Yes. Um, I know that's why we need to have video eventually of this podcast so people can see our voices. I remember I used to listen to uh, My Favorite Murder a lot. And I, I've i said this before, but I thought their voices were switched. Yeah. And when I saw a video of them, I was like, I couldn't fathom what I, I was seeing because I had listened for a long time and I had pictured them both talking and then it was switched and I was so confused. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, maybe people don't think that about us though because we're on social media more. So maybe they see us talking more. Well, at least True. you, I feel like. If they watch your YouTube or, or your TikTok. TikTok or they've seen your TikTok. True. We're going to read your travel stories today, guys. Your travel horror stories. And I really, I can't wait for that because... This is in celebration because JC is about to embark on her own travel adventure and stay tuned because yes. there's a strike going on, isn't there? Yeah, there's a high possibility. I will have a travel horror story in the next week or two. I can let you guys know when I'm home from my trip. But when you guys listen to this, hopefully I'll be in Italy. That's the plan if we can get there because there's these air travel strike situation where there's like no flights going out, no ferries but our flight has not been canceled or anything and it's coming up here soon so um yeah stay tuned on the tiktok youtube that's probably where i'll be updating first but hopefully i'll be there Mm -hmm. and i'm very excited for that trip try not to say like on the plane too much yeah we all know what happens when (laughs) i do that i do have ptsd yeah we've already shared i think all of our travel horror stories i have i only have the uber story when we were going to hawaii that i told a while ago that was truly shocking yes I think um, I've I think I have shared this, but I think one of the worst travel stories, I'm not gonna like give the whole story in detail, but is my parents went to Bali for their, I think, I forget what they were celebrating. I think it was their anniversary. And they flew all the way there. And that is a long, long journey. It's like I forget where they had a layover, but it's two super long flights to get to Bali. And they arrived and my mom had this like temporary passport thing because 
she had lost her passport or something a while back. I don't, I don't know what was happening, but she had a temporary passport and basically she had flown to Tokyo or wherever they, um, not Tokyo, where was it that they, there was somewhere for a layover and basically flew again to Bali. And then when she got there, they were like, oh yeah, you can't get into the country with this. And she was like, huh? And they basically were like, you got to get on the next flight back. Like you can't, we cannot let you enter Bali with this type of passport. So they flew literally across the world, got there and had to get on the next flight and go back home. That makes me sick to my stomach. It literally, I think I cried when my mom told me because they ended up flying. I would would like be beside myself. Because there's no one more deserving than like my mom and my parents for like a break and for just yes. a, a getaway. Like, and they, they went all out. They like bought their, this Airbnb and they had, I think they had paid for like massages and chef, like oh. all this stuff. And they were like, this is like going to be the best trip of our lives. <gasps> and my mom was crying and I literally was sobbing because oh. I was like, this was supposed to be like so special for them. And they literally had to go home. Did they at least reimburse them for their flight homes? Did they have to buy their own flight home? Well, so my mom works for the airlines. So I think all of that was kind of oh. covered, but it was that they splurged on like yeah, where they were staying the and all of that stuff. And that would be annoying on a one flight, like a one hour flight. If you, if I flew to Arizona, they're like, you can't get into Arizona. Oh, that would be annoying. Yes. Can you imagine? I cannot imagine I am blinking so bad about where they went. But so basically they ended up like they flew back to where they were before and they spent like two days there. So to make it worth it, because they're like, okay, yeah, we're not going to go back home to Arizona after all this. But still, my mom's like, it wasn't the same. Like we were supposed to do this whole and we packed for being in Bali. Like all of it was just so devastating. And yeah, that that story always makes me sick when I think about it. Sick. Um, I want to go with my parents. Like, I want to go back to Bali. My mom's like, I am terrified. Yeah, Like, I have PTSD. No. So, anyway, that's, like, one of the worst travel stories, I think. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. It, traveling is just so exhausting. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. I always say how when you're on a long flight, at least this is how I am. I could just be speaking for myself, but I'll be on a long flight, and then I you're so excited to like stand up and like, you know, move around and wiggle your body. But then like the second I'm walking in the airport, I'm like, where's the seat? Like I need to sit down. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. What the heck? I, I, you're just exhausted. Yeah. It's so tiring. Mm-hmm. What is it about being on a plane that's so tiring? You're doing nothing. You're sitting there. Yeah. That's I guess true. it's just that you're uncomfortable. Like you can yes. never quite get comfy completely. That's I don't true. Know. I know. Well, I'm thinking of like even a car ride. I'm exhausted after a car ride. And what am I doing? Sitting there. True. Doing nothing. But do you do that too where you get off a flight and you're like, want to sit down? No, but I haven't been on many long flights. Okay. The only one I went to was Paris with you guys. And yeah, I don't, I, I was guess fueled I haven't, by energy. <laughs> I haven't been on a flight, a long flight in a while, actually. Yeah. So we'll see. But I always just think of that. I'm like, why do I get off? And then I'm, I don't know, like, I don't want to, I walk to my gate and I'm like, oh, and I don't want to sit uh, down. Yeah. Like, you know, for a layover or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I've been dying to stand up. Yeah. I don't know. It's just funny. Now that makes sense. Well, do we have any life updates before we even jump into these stories? Um, yes, we do. You have bruises on your back from my sister. <laughs> yeah, I, I did get cupped. Um, did I mention on the podcast or did we just talk about it? I think I mentioned. I think you mentioned it one week, a few weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, uh, my sister, I, I don't know, can cup. She cups. <laughs> she has like a cupping set. She knows how to cup you, which is like a little suction 
cup basically that you put on your back and it pulls your skin up and it's supposed to move around your stagnant blood, get your circulation better, you know, feels relaxing. And she did it to me one time and it kind of freaked me out when I saw it. But after the first time I was hooked, I was like, this feels so good. It was so just relaxing to lay there with, with them on my back for a second. And so my mom and my sister came to visit me and we had a fun little girls week. And I texted JC. I was like, if you want to get cupped, now's your chance. So her and Leif came over and they got cupped. I forget about it. And I'm just walking around in a tank top. There's all these like massive, because mine are (laughs) kind of dark, which I'm like, cool. Does that mean I'm dehydrated and unhealthy? (laughs) Amazing. But they're like these brown or like just dark red spots all over Mm -hmm. my back. But yeah, it did feel really good. At first it kind of hurts. Yeah. I was like, ooh, what the? And then it's weird. It kind of reminded. Yeah, it kind of goes into this like buzzing numbness almost. It reminded me of acupuncture a little bit. But yeah, I liked it. And I felt immediate relief, which was crazy. I felt like my neck was so much looser. Yeah, your range of motion almost is improved. Yeah, I really liked it. It was fun. But other than that, our Every Jewels collab is up. Yes, go check it out. We have some photos on our Instagram. It'll be linked in the show notes. You guys can go get them. Um, And we can all be matching. Yes, you can get some bestie um, friendship necklaces. Mm -hmm. Tongue out emoji ring. Go look at our Instagram for pictures. It's really cute. We'll have a link in the description to shop it if you want. Yes. We are going to talk about our sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp, you guys know about them. We've talked about them before. We love them. And they're here to help you through whatever you're going through. Um, I think a lot of times we can get overwhelmed. We can get overstimulated. We can get irritated. We feel fatigued. We lose motivation. And that is burnout. And burnout just doesn't come from working too much. It can come from, you know, we can be burned out socially, things like that. And that is why BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. I think it's, you know, it's nice to talk to friends or family about what you're going through. And they can help you a lot and validate your feelings and stuff. But I think it's awesome to also hear from someone and be able to open up to someone who's you know, an unbiased person in your life and who's been trained for this, which is why therapy is great. So if you find yourself feeling like you really need or want to talk to someone, we highly recommend. So BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you do not have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash what we said. That's betterhelp.com slash what we said. Go check it out. Honey, 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 honey. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Honey. You guys, Honey is one of those things. It's one of those those companies where it's like, it's a win-win situation and it's free. And if you're not, you're not on the honey grind, I don't know what you're doing because you can just, you might be saying goodbye to free money that you could be getting, okay? You might say it's a no-brainer. Yes. So Chelsea and I are big online shopping girlies, as you know. And you know when you just see the promo code when you're checking out and you're like, dang, I wish I had a code. Well, Honey solves that problem a lot of the time. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. It supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech and gaming products, popular fashion brands, and even food delivery. Honey has actually saved me a lot of money personally, and I'm talking like hundreds and hundreds of dollars um, on like clothing, 
on clothing purchases, shoes, furniture, you name it. I have truly saved a lot of money through Honey, which I'm very grateful for. So this is how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you go to check out, the Honey button will drop down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds. Honey will search for coupons that it can find for that site. And if it finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I use this to get my TV. You can get electronics. Like JC said, there there are so many things you can save, be saving money on and you are just missing out if you haven't downloaded Honey. So if you don't already... If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's free and installs in a few seconds. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and you'll be supporting our podcast. We would never recommend something that we don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash what we said. That's joinhoney.com slash what we said. Let's get into the stories. <laughs> okay. We're going to jump right in for all of you guys. Sometimes we like to give you guys a little, you know, present. All you all you people out there who complain that we do life updates at- you know, that are too long. We like to appease you every once in a while and just jump right into the stories and submit. Yes. I would also like to say hello to any new listeners and also thank you guys so much, just everyone for tuning into the podcast. Yes. Um, We really appreciate you. We love you guys. We talk about it all the time, just amongst ourselves. We're always like, the podcast is so fun. We're just obsessed with it. We're obsessed with you guys and we hope you know how appreciated you are. You're the coolest. Do you want to start? Yes, I'll start. One time I was stuck at JFK for 12 hours because someone flushed a diaper down the airplane toilet and they had to remove and reinstall a new toilet on the plane. Come on. Not a diaper. A diaper. Wait, what do you do with a diaper on a plane though? You put it in a little baggie and you put it in your diaper bag. Really? Mm -hmm. They have special bags that like are supposed to contain the The smell. smell. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's like bad etiquette to throw a dirty diaper in like a A public public space. Like that's going to be there all day, you know, because then it just like gets worse and worse. I didn't even think about that. Wait, who has a bag that's that conceals it? Like, well, I mean, they sell them. They sell them that you could buy that you can put them in your diaper bag. Mm -hmm. We always just have like uh, either a Ziploc or a little, um, we actually sometimes use like dog, um, like poop bags <laughs> mm. to put the diaper bag in or yeah, to put the diaper in that. And then we wrap it up and Because like, do dog it. poop bags have that same thing? I or think they so. The smell? It seems like they do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they can seal the smell as much, but they, I don't know. I feel like are better than Ziplocs and they're, I don't know, just easier to store. Mm-hmm. And we always have a ton of them. Okay. The gate agent asked me if I was over 12. I work for the same airline as her and I'm 21. Bye. That happened to me. I do have to, I do relate to you. I think I was maybe, I was probably around 21 because I think I was married. So I might have even been 22. And they asked me on the plane if I was over 12 years old. 12? Yes. I remember I talked about it in one of my vlogs. I was like, because even recently when I was in Cape Cod, um, a guy asked me, he thought I was 16. Like I, he genuinely was like, I would guess 16. And I'm like, 16, (laughs) really? And I was saying, I'm like, everyone's like, oh, that's a compliment. And I'm like, yeah, it's a compliment when it's like, oh, I thought you were 22. To me, that's a compliment. Mm -hmm. 16, I'm like, you genuinely think I like just got my driver's license. It's 10 years younger than I am. 11 years younger, really. I just don't understand. I'm like, so same thing when they said, are you 12? I'm like, yeah, there's no way you seriously think I'm I'm in middle school. I I'm a made, beehive. Yeah, I haven't even made it to high school yet. Yeah, what the heck? Anyway, I do relate to you. It's hard for me to feel pity for you. I know you say it. It's a it's a compliment, but I wish that I had your skin. 
You're you have aging. great skin. No, the, your skin is the way beautiful. that you. Oh, thank you. But I mean, the way that you, your genetics it age. makes me compliment you when I have acne and your skin is literally no, glowing. No, no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm saying like the way that your grandma, your mom, yeah. like you guys have the best skin that ages so well. Yeah, I do think like I would. I think I would eventually. rather be 27 and be mistaken for 16 than be 27 mistaken for like 37 or something. Yeah, not that I am. I'm just saying in, in general. Yeah, I get that. People think I'm 50. <laughs> They do not. Do, <laughs> what kidding. would you think? Do you feel like people think you are your age? Probably. I have no clue. I've never asked. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. I feel like I, I just you, look my age. I think so. I think a little younger. I would think Yeah, maybe 25. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think you're maybe 25. Yeah. I also think it depends on what you wear. Yeah, for sure. I think if you're wearing something a little bit more mature, then people think you're older. But if you're wearing more colors and more fun, I'm like if you're more fun, casual, and oversized… <laughs> They think you're 16. They think you're very youthful. Just kidding. Okay. Hey, ladies. I love you and the pod so much. One time when I was younger, but not so young that this would be understandable, I literally got stuck in the plane bathroom, not because the door was stuck, but because I couldn't remember how to get out. Because <laughs> you know I have to like push the little yes. thing. So I was banging on the door and having a panic attack. And some guy had to c- come tell me how to open it, even though there was clearly a handle right there. Still think about this embarrassing moment lol i'm just picturing her panicking there's nothing more scary in the moment than thinking you're trapped i was gonna say it's funny in those moments how you just i've had moments like that too where i just freak out and start getting like claustrophobic Mm -hmm. because i'm like wait i don't remember and yeah it's just there's literally a handle yes in the escape room we went to the other day we went in and there was one part where basically there's like a little hole in the wall like a vent almost that you have to climb in it's it's probably um, how tall is your desk? Would you say? I don't know, like not hip, like two not feet hip height, but a little lower. Yeah, it was like two feet high or something. I don't know. We could, I you could definitely fit in, but you had to crawl. It was like a little hallway that you had to crawl through. And then I got to the door at the end of the little hallway that I was crawling in, and it was kind of locked. And uh, and my sister and my mom had already started crawling in. And I had this moment of like, get back, get back, <laughs> because I couldn't get in the door. And then all of a sudden, open. I was like, oh my gosh. I literally almost just panicked because I thought we were going to be stuck in here. That's so funny. Okay. I stayed in a hostel in Ireland and woke up with toenail clippings in my bed. Ew. Not to mention bed bug bites (gasps) covering my legs that showed up the next day. I honestly blame myself considering I paid 13 euros to stay there. Bed bugs are horrible. Oh, I'm sorry. The toenails are worse. (gasps) Bye. Toenail clippings. Yeah. Why? What do you mean they're in your bed? Absolutely not. I'm sure they just didn't. Someone slept there before her. They didn't wash the sheets or something. And they literally clipped the toenails in there. Oh, have you ever stayed in a hostel? Yeah, I actually have. How was it? It was decent. I stayed in What is it? Just a bunch of beds in a room? Yeah. Really? But when I went, I was with two friends and we all stayed in the same room. Like, or sorry, Mm. we were the only ones in the room. So we were all in bunk beds, but... It was just us three, and then there were other rooms. What is the point of a hostel for travelers? Yeah, I mean, I'm not super um, knowledgeable about them, but I think it's just like a cheap way for like backpackers to travel Mm. or people who are just passing through. They they don't want to spend money on a a nice hotel. They're just like, and I think it's also kind of community based where you can meet other people. Like if there's just a bunch of you know young people, it doesn't have to be young, but people (laughs) backpacking or traveling through. Mm. wherever they all stop and they all sleep there and they kind of like get to know each other have a meal together whatever fun so yeah it was fun okay hi gals so as a flight attendant i have so many strange stories i'm sure 
But But once I was working first class serving food and drinks and this man was cutting his toenails in his seat. Immediately no. Clippings flying everywhere. (laughs) And all the, in quotes, oh, toenail or clippings flying everywhere and all the audacity. When it came to me serving his drink, he, I'm sure I think it meant when it came time serving his drink, he put his hand out to grab the drink. And I just said, no, sir, it's okay. And put it on the tray table because I didn't want him to touch me, LOL. Also, his wife was sitting next to him acting like this was normal. So disturbing. If Why? Nick started clipping his toenails on a plane, I would literally get up and leave. I would divorce. Like, <laughs> that's not okay. No. That's disgusting. Why do you pick now? You can do it when you're at home. Yeah. You and also, do it that you means get... you have to take off your shoes. Oh, okay. We need to talk about taking off your, your socks. Your you have to so- take off your socks in an, aerop- in an airplane. Yes. I think here's my rule about shoes and all of that on an airplane. If the flight is over four or five hours, Mm -hmm. you're allowed to take your shoes off on the condition that your socks are clean and your feet don't smell bad. Yes. That is the only condition. And you are never taking off your socks. No, never Never. take off your socks. Ever. Is there anything worse than someone sitting next to you and taking off their their shoes and their socks? Honestly, no. Maybe if they start clipping their toenails, but… I, I don't have like space in my brain for or this. Or someone freaking opening up a tuna sandwich. I'm oh. like, read the effing room. <laughs> what if I was allergic to tuna? I'm going to just start saying that from now on. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm allergic to tuna. Smells like shiz. Yes. Okay. I'm just here to bring up the topic we all know and hate. Getting your bag at baggage claim. I need you guys to just touch on this topic because I know JC posted a TikTok on it. I am simply constantly enraged with this behavior at the airport. And don't even get me started on everyone standing up as soon as the plane lands. Bye. 100% agreed. I, I don't like to be a person that gets like very annoyed over, you know, because it's like I want to live a happy life. I don't like life. to either, but sometimes I have no choice but to be annoyed at everything. Same. And these Especially are two at airports. things that really bother me. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why, because it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. That's what it is. It's, it doesn't, (laughs) there's no common sense happening. And that really enrages me. Well, I'll start with the baggage claim. Step away from (laughs) the carousel. Especially when the bags haven't even come come out yet. They haven't dropped. Step away. 10 feet back. Everyone. Yes. Everyone 10 feet back. Because then, okay, I was saying. There needs to be, which some people have messaged me and said that um, that is a thing in some other countries. They're like, oh, that's how it is in blah, 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 like at the airport. That people stay away from it? Yes, that there's a line. Couldn't what be I, America. What I was saying is, okay, 10 feet away from the carousel or whatever the thing is called, 10 feet away, there needs to be a line. A line, yes. A line that goes taped around off. the perimeter, taped off on the ground that says, please do not pass this line unless you see your bag. <laughs> the longest <'Kay>, thing. <laughs> in le- <laughs> so long, a paragraph. Instead of just like... Please watch your stuff. It's like, please do not step <laughs> over this line unless you see your bag. And only if it is for sure your right bag. I'm saying, okay, for the visually impaired, that's the only exception I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. If you can't see properly, you're allowed to go up above. And that can be an exception that's made. If you're not, get back. Yes. Like, you need to be 10 feet. And, and here's the reason why. We should just go around and pull people's, like, shirts. No. No, I've gotten to the point, and I'm literally toxic for this. I will... I will go and find my bag. And then there are people always crowded around to where you have to be like, excuse me, excuse me to get your bag. Yeah. I've started to like not be shy. Like normally I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to apologize. Yeah. You can't stand here. You're yeah. not, your bag's not even here yet. So I'll grab my bag and like almost not like hit them, but kind of bump them and be like, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Because I'm like, get out of the way. Yeah. And, and the 
if you get hit by my huge freaking 50 pound bag, I don't feel bad for you. No, and they don't. Um, that's the other thing that makes me realize they do not have common sense is that you're trying to get your bag and they're still right pressed up yes. against you. I'm like, because they're oh, afraid they're, they're going to lose, lose their spot. Yes. Which it's is like, I promise your bag will not disappear. Like it, it's not like you only have 10 seconds. Sorry, grab your bag. Your bag will be there. Everything will be solved if you if we all yes. back up because then it solves the problem of, oh, when you see your bag, you can move forward. You can get it. You don't you don't hit anyone. No one gets hurt because it's right there. You don't have to say, oh, you can easily start. see if you your bag's coming. You can easily see because Leif and I are like, no, we refuse to be a part of this. So we stay back yes. every time, but then we can't see anything. Exactly. It is a phenomenon. Yes. We, especially this time we had, the last time we flew, we had case and we had a lot of stuff that we had to check. And we had some of the, um, what's it called? Like unusual shape ones yeah, yeah. that actually come out separately, which is so nice because there's only two and you can just go right up and they're usually there quick and we can grab there's them. There's usually two what? Um, like two, only two unusual things being okay, checked. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there, it's like a surfboard and, you know, our little whatever baby stuff. But I feel like having a kid with the plane stuff has made things almost easier and you have a better excuse. First of all, we can go with like the pre-boarding. I didn't know that. I didn't either. When you have a baby? Yeah, apparently. Because we were sitting there. We didn't know that. And then the people were like, hey, you can go on pre-boarding or not pre-boarding. Yeah. Is that that what it's called? Boarding before everyone else? Yeah. Yeah, I think think so. so. And they let us go. They were like, yeah, go. And we we just walked up there and checked in because we had a baby. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. Nice. Just so we can get settled before everybody else comes because we have to like take him out. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also when we were waiting for our baggage stuff, we were like, we're not even going to try. We're just literally going to wait like way far away. And then there was like one left. And I'm like, there's no rush. Unless you are literally trying to get to a meeting, the bags are going to come when they're going to come. When they're going to come. And There's they're going to come in the do. order. Yeah, exactly. You being up there is not going to make it any faster. No, let me tell you, let me touch on the like people getting up and like trying to rush off the plane really fast because this is actually an experience Leif and I just barely had when we flew to Texas. Mm-hmm. So um, I wasn't, Leif was in the aisle seat. I was in the middle seat. And Leif had like a bag above, like a camera bag or whatever, above the seat that he had to get. And these people, so how it should be is you get off in order of your seat. Yeah. You know, when people try and like barge past and you're like, why why can't I just go? It's my turn. Like, what are you doing? So Leif got out into the aisle and is like getting his bag and I'm right behind him. I am literally within two inches of him. Yeah. And I'm following him out. And this couple just completely cuts me off and and they know we're together. Like we're mainly for talking. He's grabbing the bag, whatever. And I go to go and they just cut me what? off. What? And we're like, okay. And so then I just was giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, maybe they just have a flight to catch in there. You know, they have like a layover yeah. that's super. Because if that was me and I did that, I'd be like, I'm so sorry, but I yeah. have like a whatever, you know, I have a layover that I have to get yeah. to. I don't care about that. But they didn't say anything. They just cut me off. And so I was, it was Leif and then them and then me. And we like walked out and I'm like, I was keeping my eye eye on them. And Leif was super annoyed that they did that too. And he was like, well, maybe they just, again, same thing. Like maybe they had to catch flights. So we watched them and they just like walked out and we're just like leisurely strolling, like looking around, like talking to each other. We're like, so you Why? weren't even Why? in a hurry. Why did you do that? No, people make no sense. They make no sense. It, regardless of if I'm together with Leif, you let the whole row go. Like yeah. they were not, no. it, it wasn't oh, their turn to go. Yeah. They were back behind. It was just so- also, Weird. when you're I'm like, like really, especially if you're traveling alone as a 
I mean, not that women are less strong than men, but I, you're trying There's to get a out. a weak female. <laughs> you're trying to get out your carry-on and it's heavy and you're kind of having trouble and you're kind of stressing like, oh, I, I want to get out so that everyone behind me can start going or yeah, whatever. And the person behind you is able male and they're not helping you. I'm always like, you are scum of the earth. Like, Chivalry is dead. Please just help me for a second or offer to help me. You know, I don't want you to like reach over and be like, hurry. Like at least offer. Yeah. TBT to the the. That's where my story. feminism takes a step back. I'm like, please help me get my my bag, sir. Oh, my feminism leaves my body whenever anything hard yes. happens. Ha- has to happen. Oh, what I was like, the point I was saying about um having a kid in the airport is we were like taking our time with everything and we were like, okay, we're not trying to rush. And it just like clicked to my mind. I'm like, why do I ever feel like I even have to rush unless I have something that I have to get to? But usually yeah. when you're traveling, it's like you get to your hotel and it's just whatever. Yeah, you don't need you, to you don't rush do anything. unless so you're late for your flight. It's way it's less stressful. You don't have to be like running to your gate. It was just like, okay, let's leisurely go. And we got off. Like that was like actually the least stressful plane ride we've ever had because we were just like taking our time. We planned ahead. We weren't in a rush. We could just wait for everybody else to go do their annoying little things that they think they have to do fast. Yes. Um, TBT to the girl who was on the flight and was like, couldn't get her carry on above the seat and was like, sir, like, can you please help me? And he's like, no. And she's like, cool. Like, <gasps> she's like, can you, like, I really can't get it oh. up. <laughs> and she looked at him. He had no arms. Goodbye. That was on, what was that? Embarrassing moments or confessions? I think it was embarrassing moments or maybe worse travel stories. It was something that we yes. did. I think most embarrassing moments. She was like, please, sir. And he like was so he annoyed. He just like gestured down and yeah. she looks it down. She's like, bye-bye. Oh, God. What are the chances of that? Yeah. You know what's very valuable? Your time. And I'm a big fan of efficiency. I like being able to do something that's time efficient, not wasting time or resources. Okay. So when you're running a small business, every second counts. You can't afford to waste a single moment. So why are you still taking time out of your day to go to the post office when you could be using stamps.com instead? Stamps.com makes mailing and shipping quick, easy, and cost effective. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, they've been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer, which I must say is extremely convenient. And you can get discounts that you cannot find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. You can streamline your shipping process with Stamps.com's easy-to-use software. All you need is your regular computer and printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in a couple minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. Plus, Stamps.com seamlessly works with Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. So whether you're in office sending invoices, maybe you're an Etsy shop sending your products, or a warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com is your mailing and shipping solution. Stop wasting time and start saving money when you use stamps.com to mail and ship. Sign up with the promo code what we said for a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code what we said. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. My brother lost me on vacation. Awesome. I was maybe four and my brother was eight. He was going to watch me while my parents bought food. Just a few minutes. They came back to the play area where they left us and asked where I was. Well, he didn't know. They looked for me but didn't find me and of course expected the worst that I'd been kidnapped. So they called the cops and got help looking. They found me later that day (gasps) at a gas station nearby. How did I get there? I don't know, but it worked out luckily. Oh, Ma'am, how did you get the gas station? That's terrifying. How did you get to the gas station? 
Oh, oh, oh. Did you just like wander off? That I is hope? spooky. That is the most terrifying thing. You know for a fact that he thought she was definitely kidnapped. Oh, like that's for sure. Oh, like in the heat. Your brother just, I don't know. Yeah. They're like rad. Okay, I was flying from LA to Hawaii alone as a teenager. The legroom on planes are non-existent, so I had my legs crossed and the woman in front of me reclined her seat, which is fine. However, I was having trouble uncrossing my legs. I barely nudged her seat and she got unbuckled, got up, and stared me down. Then every time I used the small pouch on the back of the seat, she would unrecline her seat and slam it back as hard as possible. (gasps) Oh, stop. Then she would put her hand beside her behind her seat and slap the seat as if she was trying to hit me. When we what? Got, what? When we got off the plane, she stared me down twice. Keep in mind, she was at least 60 and I was a teenager traveling alone. My plane anxiety was not doing well, but makes for a good story, LOL. Bye. She needs help. Hold on. This is reminding me of something. When I was on a flight recently, there was a woman who, did I share this on the podcast? She was watching a show with no headphones. Oh, yeah. I, did, I, I don't know this? if you, you shared with me. Okay, well- she was watching a show on her phone, max volume with no headphones. So everyone can hear it. And she like basically this- Probably um, on IG Rails. The flight attendant. No, the full-blown movie. <gasps> oh, yeah, a movie. <laughs> or like a show. And the flight attendant came over and was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. But like, I, I think it's actually a policy. Like you have to have headphones on. Yeah. You can't because- what? Yeah, without, everyone's just listening to their yes, thing out it's loud. it's too no. loud. It's distracting. Like, anyway, so- She's like, I'm sorry, man, but you need to like put headphones in or you can't listen to it. And, and she's like, well, I don't have any headphones. She's like, okay, well then like you can't listen to your, the phone. Like we can yeah. give you headphones for the screens on the, th- on the back of the seat. And she was like making a big fuss over it. Kept watching the movie at full, like did not stop. Oh. And she had to come over three different times. And, and the woman was like yelling at her. was like, what do you want me to do? I don't have headphones. She's like, you can't listen to it. Like, yeah. you can't be watching that. It's really distracting oh, to everyone. Gosh. And shout out to flight attendants who are teachers, apparently. Yeah, and have to deal with this. Anyway, she would not give it up. And she was like majorly being a Karen, like yelling at this, oh, no. this flight attendant. And the flight attendants like, we're getting a lot of complaints. And it was extremely loud. Like I was three row, two or three rows away from her. And I could hear literally all of what she was watching. Oh my god! And I'm gosh. like, how do you not have the awareness? How are you not embarrassed? That's what I'm saying. I would. What be if like, a sex scene comes on? I would exactly. Anyway, it was shocking. I I even feel weird when I'm watching a movie on like on the plane at on the regular screen, and like a semi raunchy scene comes up on the movie, and I'm like, oh, like gosh, I feel side so to side. yeah. I'm like, please don't look at me. Like, I cover my eyes. I'm like, I swear, I'm not watching this. Same. I was running dangerously low on diapers for my two year old son right before our flight home from Banff. Mm. Banff. That's kind of hard to say. Banff. Okay. I had to make one diaper stretch till we could land. But of course, he dropped a little present, so we had to change him during the flight and we're left diaperless. We put some extra pants on him to try to cushion any extra leakage. Oh, <laughs> in addition to a blanket underneath him. But it didn't work. He peed through his pants twice and our whole area started to reek. So eventually, my oh. husband took my son to the airplane bathroom, rinsed his pants out in the sink, and put them back on. We made it safely to diaper heaven again, and he wasn't shivering to death or anything. But I still feel bad for my fellow passengers who had the smell of wafting pee scent oh. of our little fam. I've never appreciated diapers more. Oh my gosh, that actually is so stressful. So anxiety inducing. Sometimes I'll see that I only have like two diapers left and we're kind of like out somewhere. And I'm like, what if he just, how do we make this work? Yes. How do we make this stretch? Exactly. Cause sometimes they don't like, they'll be ne- needed to change once. Sometimes they'll like poop three times and you're like, oh my gosh, how do I plan for so this? So unpredictable. Just have like 50 diapers at all times. 
Hi, Queens. I love you all. My travel horror story was when I was on a cruise. I had an allergic reaction to body oil from a beach massage on the first day and then got stung by some strange bug on the next day and had an allergic reaction to that too. Finally, on the second to last day, I got traveler's diarrhea. It was horrible. I almost had a JC Skims moment. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I went to the infirmary for medicine and they put me in in a quarantine, aka I couldn't leave my little jail cell of a room with no windows or phone service and just sat there alone for two days. Oh, solitary confinement? I have not been able to go on a cruise since then. Wait, why did they confine you? Because you had a bug or something? I guess so. Like a stomach bug? I will say it. I hate cruises. I hate cruises. I hate. Like- I've only been on one. Me actually did a brand deal for one. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Carnival. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I shouldn't say. Okay. In the moment, there were moments of fun on the cruise. But overall, would I do it again? No. Exactly. Is a good experience. But will I ever do it again? Probably not. I think cruises could. I've only been on one cruise as well. And I think the funnest part of the cruise is that we are with a big group of people. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, going to be fun no matter what. Did I love getting seasick? Absolutely not. Did I love the food as a vegan? (laughs) Hell no. Did I like the food? No, it was horrible. Because it's just like, oh, you can eat pizza. And it's just like, that's not what I want. So all I could eat was freaking grits and oatmeal in the morning. And then… Oh, not grits. (laughs) Yeah. Sick. And then just like literally… Why also… Can I just say something? I know it's my choice to be vegan, okay? So I know I can't really complain that much, but I'm going to anyways. When we go to a restaurant and people will be like, oh, don't worry, they have vegan options. And I'm like, oh, great. We go and the vegan option is a house salad with balsamic vinegar. (laughs) I'm like, I am a human being. I do need to eat. Like, don't tell me there's vegan options. And also that is like, I always check the menu now before I go anywhere. But sometimes like if we're just, you know, out and about and everyone's like, let's go here. Like, oh, I'm sure they have vegan options. And I'm like, yeah, we have, yeah, we have a vegan burger. You just have to take off the patty, the cheese, (laughs) the sauce. So it is just bread, lettuce, and tomatoes and pickles. Yeah, you can put ketchup on it. And I'm like, I need some kind of nutrient. Substance. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Is it my turn? Sorry. (laughs) My new boyfriend and I decided to take a trip all the way. Okay, that's new boyfriend new wow. boyfriend that's uh, that's tricky that is it's brave um decided to take to take a trip all the way across the country to visit my cousins and enjoy beautiful scenery right when we arrived to visit my cousins and enjoy beautiful scenery okay so judgmental no just like <laughs> such a random i don't know um reason to go on a trip trip with a new boyfriend. I thought it was going to be like to have some time alone, but it's like not even to visit my parents or meet my parents, like to go visit my cousins. Right when we arrived, I swear their house started falling apart. They had zero running water the second day we were there. And I mean zero. We couldn't use the toilet, couldn't shower, couldn't wash our hands, nothing. We went five days without showering. And that was after going bike riding in the mud. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Wait, did she say where they live? Just across the country? Mm Mm-hmm. And we had to use the backyard to go to the bathroom. Oh, wow. What a great bonding experience with me and my new boyfriend. Okay, my question is, did you know the water was off before or after going bike riding in the mud? Yeah. Because if you knew the water was off before, I mean, what did you expect? They so know that they, then they go bike riding in the mud. They're like, oh, we can't shower. Do they know? Do they always not have running water? Or was this like a I weird think, thing? That I think happened? it was just a weird thing because they said their house started falling apart. Hmm, so it was just not- like… Ideal. Yeah, that's… You didn't know you were setting up for going camping. Yeah, seriously. Worse than camping. I was probably 10 years old when this happened, so I don't remember too much. But basically, a tire blew off a semi-truck 
and we rode over it with our car on the freeway. Uh-huh. And it made a really loud noise, but nothing else happened. So we just kept driving. Well, a little while later, my dad hit the brakes to slow down and the brake pedal went straight to the floor. Turns out our brake lines were cut. Luckily, we were driving through the night, so there wasn't many other cars on the road because we literally had to coast to a stop on the side of a highway and then walk to the nearest gas station. It was very traumatizing. Huh? That's Your brake lines were cut? That is so scary. Also, you ran over the tire? Yeah, they blew, the tire blew off a semi-truck and they rode over it with the car. Oh my that's, gosh, that's that terrifying. That could have been like very, very dangerous. So also, I'm very glad you're safe. Also, mood with your mental health. It's like your tire blows off. The semi-truck just keeps going. It's like, everything's fine. <laughs> Nothing to see here. Ooh, everything's going to be just fine. Yeah. Okay. One time when I was little, like I was probably seven or eight, I have a vivid memory of us flying to India and we were on British Airways. Well, at that age, I didn't really understand accents and thought that a British British person would only understand me if I spoke with an accent too. Stop. So I said, can I have a couple... Ca- cranberry juice please <laughs> in a British accent even though I'm a- <laughs> I know I was young but I remember being so embarrassed when the flight attendant a cute guy looked at me funny while handing over the drink obviously it's a core memory <laughs> that, that is, is so funny so I'm dead. wait Love Island is on Ooh, should we UK watch? or have you already been watching I haven't watched it yet I just saw that I think it started like three days ago but I don't know when it goes on like Hulu or anything like that. So I'll have to check, but you we need to watch it. You want to know what's funny? I've been what? watching Kardashians, obviously. Yeah. And um, Leif doesn't really watch me, but he watched last night. Like, and the, like old Kardashians? No, no, no. Up? The new oh, one. Well, well. And we were watching an episode, the latest episode, and it would be like, you know how kind of, well, there's no commercials, but it will like be a cliffhanger and then it will like go black and then mm-hmm. it will like come back in a second. Yeah. Every time it did that, Leif, I would see him be like, what? Like it would, it would, <laughs> Be, it would go black oh, basically scary. on a cliffhanger like oh we caught Tristan doing this and then the screen would go black and he'd be like what the like what and I'm like yeah you are so hooked you yes. love it he's like no I'm just like anyway I'm like yeah you love this uh, no they that's Don't so classic front. that's so classic Nick's favorite show Vanderpump Rules also he always pretends that he doesn't like watch The Real Housewives with Beverly Hills with me but he goes <laughs> someone said something he's like oh are they talking about Crystal <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, do you know their names? He's like, yeah, of course I know their names. He's like, that's Garcelle. That's Doree. He's like, what's that one? Oh, Erica, the one with the whatever. I was dying. That is so funny. He's like, are they talking about Crystal? <laughs> I did a um, Kardashian trivia with Leif. I mean, I just made up the questions, but I was saying, I'm like, okay, who's their dad? Mm-hmm. And who's the brother? What's the brother's name? Who's the oldest? He actually knew quite a bit. Nice. I think it's your turn. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, ladies. I love the pod. My husband is a huge fan. Also, we call you our girls. Ha ha ha. Stop. <laughs> That's so cute. Our girls. On our honeymoon, going through airport security, there was a problem with my bag. So they decided to open up and individually search each and every one of my packing cubes. Amazing. Ugh. Especially on the honeymoon. Of course, they opened the one filled with lingerie, lube, fuzzy handcuffs, <laughs> a joke from our friends, but still. They literally took out each item one by one and held oh. it up to inspect it. Not to mention the entire security line was watching. It was easily the most embarrassed I've ever been in my entire life. Stop. Oh, and there wasn't even anything wrong with my bag after all. Awesome. Oh, That's no. funny. That's a core memory for sure on the honeymoon. Seriously. That's funny. There's nothing worse than that. They're like, you got a random check. Sorry. I'm like, really? (laughs) I'm like about to miss my flight. Seriously. I have to take out every bit of my camera equipment. That would be my biggest nightmare when I was a wedding photographer. They would always flag my camera bag and I'd have to take out every one of my lenses, (sighs) the camera body, 
the, the laptop, yeah. all my chargers, and they're like scanning each one of stuff. I'm like, I know you're trying to keep me safe, but yes. I promise there's nothing in there. Yeah, you're like, camera. I've got to go. Oh. I've got to go. Hi, you guys. I love you both. Story time. My friend and I both traveled out of the country together. By the end of the week, we were both experiencing some intense stomach cramps. We all know what that means. My friend and I literally took turns fighting world <laughs> wars on the toilet because we clearly ate something terrible. The best part was we had to come home the next day and experience these issues in the airports. My oh. friend decided to go to the doctors because the problems continued weeks later. Turns out she had an E. coli infection and the doctor said it was super bad. So now I have to go to the doctors because I haven't recovered even though it has been, it was four weeks ago. Oh, oh you waited four weeks? Not. Wish me luck, ladies. Wishing you luck. E. coli. That's bad. That's really bad. I experienced my first time of, well, but, by the way, this is me speaking, not a story. Um, I the way you said that sounded it like did. Really that's why I, I experienced my first. Yeah, I experienced my first um, bout of like travel constipation recently. Really, you know how you say you always get that? Yes, always. On without one fail. of my recent trips, it was like only a three or four day trip. I literally could not go to the bathroom, and I was really? like so feeling sick mm-hmm. because I'm like bloated. Yeah, bloated and just. Your stomach's hard as a freaking rock. Yes, hard (laughs) as a rock. And I'm like trying to drink so much water. Anyway, I usually don't really get like that on trips, I feel like. You know what helped me? What? I don't like to take laxatives when I'm constipated just because I feel like, I don't know, I can never find good ones and I feel like it kind of messes me up. Is Beth's trick where she gave us, uh, remember in New York, she made me drink that freaking flaxseed and water mixture that was literally slug-like. It was disgusting, but it worked. Like it regulated me. It wasn't like, oh, now I have diarrhea. It was like- I was able to, you know, pass the bowel. Yeah, that's probably movement. a good move. I saw this girl on TikTok recently. She um, drink was drinking literally just chia seeds and water. Mm, chia seed pudding, pretty much. Basically. But she literally just like lets the chia seeds sit there for a second and then drinks. Really? My like, dad does that. A whole thing of it. That's slug-like. Yeah, I would think so. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I'm sure there's a lot of health I benefits. I actually sure. love chia seed pudding. Mm-hmm. Like when they mix it with coconut milk. Me too. It's so, so good. good. I put I do overnight oats with coconut milk, like the canned coconut milk, and put cheese yeah, seeds in there. It's so, so good. good. I need to make that. This past Memorial Weekend day weekend. All right. This past Memorial Day weekend, my husband took me on a little four point five mile hike. Little girl, it's a flex. <sighs> She's like just a starter one. And it turned out we got lost on the Appalachian Trail. Oh, it ended up being sixteen mother forking miles. And I had a panic attack. Love that for me. <laughs> we had no food or water. And then I had to drink out of a legit stream like I was on Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but then we finally survived and got back to our camp and went to dinner. And I got seared salmon and a balsamic glazed Brussels sprout flatbread. And I think that detail is important to include because four hours prior, I was drinking out of a stream <laughs> thinking I was going to have to eat mushrooms for dinner. And then I just go about my life as normal. That is always such a funny experience when you're like... In just a traumatizing situation or in, I would feel like that even when I would go camping or like at girls camp or something. And then I come home and I'm like, oh, my life is normal again. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean, you're exactly. like, this is my new life. Like yep. I have to rough it like this forever. That is traumatizing, actually. Traumatizing. Being lost. There hiking. was um, this one time that my mom took us camping. And um, I'm sorry if I've told this story on the podcast before, but you know what? I'm going to stop saying that. Because I always am like, I, I'm sorry if I said this before. 
we're not apologizing on this podcast anymore ever again. No more. No, but I just, I get sick of saying it. It's the only reason. Yeah. Uh, anyways, my mom took us camping. Literally, she took us, the six of us, the six kids by herself. My dad literally just stayed home because he doesn't like camping. Not right. even like he was on a business trip. Braver just than the Marines. Go. And we went out to, I think like the Apache Lake or something. Isn't that near Zone? I don't know. She drove us in her car. Like, it's like the steepest mountainside. You know, when you go to Snowflake, sometimes it's kind of scary. Yeah. It's a very steep, you're literally driving on the edge. And if you look down, you could fall literally just miles. Yeah. It's like, honestly, might as well be the Grand Canyon. It looks terrifying, especially when you're little. I remember I would like <gasps> try and put more weight. Oh, yes. <laughs> driving to Snowflake was actually a traumatizing experience growing up. Like, I remember I would, thinking, how's my mom doing this? I would literally close my eyes and be like, I'm terrified. I genuinely used to be like, we have to have the heavier people, like the older people on the side away from the edge because I was so scared of falling off the edge. Do you guys know that our, my, mine and Chelsea's moms are from the same like tiny town yes. in Arizona. You know what? We need to have our moms on again. And they knew each other in high school. Like they know who each other are. Their families know each other. My gr- Our grandparents the know each other. Yes. They were on the same like palm, whatever. Yes. I mean, different years, but. Yes. And our grandparents literally know each other like my grandma recently moved and my mom was helping her move and she's like I just found Chelsea's parents um wedding announcement and like send us a photo I'm like this is so bizarre so crazy it's so crazy what are the odds and then Chelsea and I met in high school not living in that town obviously it living in Arizona but then we met in high school and we I don't remember when we f- figured out that information but yeah we were like wait your mom is from Snowflake I like, swear we're like fourth cousins or something we yes we're We've somehow be. kind of related didn't we Find out somehow yes, that something we kind grandpa. of are. We have like the same grandpa. Not actual grandpa, but like great, great or something. Yes. I'm sure we've got to be. We are got to be related. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. We went camping. My mom took us. And um, I think I was probably in like sixth or seventh grade. So my oldest brother was probably like a sophomore by that time. So it wasn't like she was out there, you know. She had teenage boys. Yeah. Um, I'm like, she couldn't possibly protect <laughs> us. Just her. A woman. <laughs> she needs a man. Even if he's 14. But she we were swimming and stuff and there was other people there because it was like camping on a lake so there were other people there they had like boats like this nice camping stuff and we're literally like in a tent all crammed together and also most of us were like either preteens or teens so we were grumpy and brats we're sitting around the the day we get there we just set up the tent obviously we had to do it by ourselves we're just so pissed (laughs) and i was like trying to have fun with us. And all these people are literally having the time of their lives on the boat behind us like (laughs) And I just remember Clay and Lad sitting there and we were just like, it was a core memory for, for me for some reason. So we decided to go swimming and we were swimming and Lad's like, I'm going to swim out to the buoy. He swims out to the buoy. He's like, oh, there's a bat. A bat. There's a what? A bat was in the water, an actual bat. A uh, animal. A black little bat. Yeah. Not, not a baseball bat. A little animal yeah. bat was out in the water and it was kind of like, maybe it was injured or something because it had, it was swimming. So I don't know. It got stuck or something. And Lad's like, ha funny. But he's out far, like literally holding onto a, a buoy. And like in a lake. In a lake. And he's like, oh, how funny. And it starts coming at him super fast. Immediately, <laughs> And no. his face turned from like funny teenage boy, like I'm so cool to like, I'm terrified. <laughs> he starts swimming fast, <laughs> back as fast as he possibly could. And the bat is literally like chasing him. But he got... Oh. He got back in time. And my brother literally, this is horrible. I'm so sorry, PETA, don't come for me. But my other brother, we were so scared. My other brother was standing on the beach and he threw a rock at the bat and somehow literally killed the bat right away. It was the craziest. I know this probably doesn't sound crazy as I'm telling it, but 
as a 12 year old girl, I was like, this is the craziest thing ever that this huge bat, I don't know, he just like threw a rocket in it literally first try just nailed the bat, killed the bat. Oh, I'm very fearful. Of but bats. then later that night, he went to go pee in the middle of the night. My brother and he got attacked by bats. <gasps> Karma. And he was like, it, I swear it's like the siblings or the parents of the bat that I killed today. Literally Karma. Karma. So sorry to that bat. I, I would do better now. I'm sorry. We were we were young and stupid. Don't don't cancel me. I um am very scared of them. Yes. They're very creepy. Yes, also when they're coming at you. Bye. No, no, no. This is my last one. Hi, girlies. Love both your fams. I went to I thought it said farms. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I went to Cabo for my senior trip last year with seven of my besties. Got food poisoning and couldn't leave the bathroom for three out of the oh, six days. No, no, no. While we were there, we had a chef come to the place we were staying to cook for us on the last night. I wasn't able to eat any of the food because anything I ate ran right through me. But while I was in the bathroom, while all my friends were eating the dinner, the chef walked in on me, sitting on the toilet, letting everything out. <laughs> He didn't speak English, so we just both tried to say sorry. Very awkward. <laughs> oh, no. After 20 minutes of being in the bathroom, I could, like, wh- why are you saying sorry that you just had to witness that? <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, after 20 minutes of being in the bathroom, I had to walk back to the table and see the chef who was waiting to go to the bathroom. Rad. That's horrible. Yikes. Yikes. Being yikes, sick yikes. on vacation, there's nothing worse. Mm-mm. I was so sick when we were in Cabo because I was newly pregnant and it was just not fun. The trip was fun, but being sick was not fun. No, it's worse. It's all you want when you're sick is to be at home in your bed. Yes. It's like it doesn't matter how awesome the place you're staying is. You're just like, get me home. Mm -hmm. Last spring, my husband and I were on a 12 hour flight home from the Middle East. We both took some heavy duty sleeping pills to help with the jet lag. Somehow, while we were both asleep, my husband had the worst liquid diarrhea imaginable, (gasps) but didn't know because the pill literally knocked him out. Oh, he sat in it for over an hour until he woke up from the smell. There was a puddle in his shoe. I'm not joking. He waddled to the bathroom where he tried to wash his pants in the sink. After getting most of it out, he was left with dripping wet pants and six, <gasps> six more hours of a flight to go. No. He threw his underwear away and <laughs> wore a blanket around his waist. <laughs> for the rest of the flight. No. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Love you guys. That is bad. That is so bad. Please. A blanket. Not a blanket around him like a toga, like a little towel. Oh, no. At least you had a blanket. That. It's probably the freaking airplane blanket. Oh, no. Oh, true. I forgot that they give you those on long flights. <gasps> Which, by that the way, I'm so scared bad. of those blankets. I've heard that they do not wash those blankets. They just repackage them. No. And that spooks me out bad. The pillow. The pillow. The pillow is worse. infested with lice. But what's, but what's worse, the pillow or the freaking headrest? I always, like when I'm laying down on the headrest, I'm always just like, oh, I can't imagine the heads that have been on this. Yikes. The unwashed hair because no one washes their hair before a flight. They always wait till they get to their location. At least oh, I do. Oh, that's true. <laughs> when I'm part of the problem. <laughs> You're like people going nasty <laughs> on flights. No deodorant. <laughs> Literally me. Literally the Dandruff. greasiest hair. <laughs> greasiest hair with like freaking um dry shampoo in it, just yeah. dripping off dripping off the sides with my dandruff. That's <laughs> so repulsive. You know, I have to say one of the worst experiences in the world is sitting next to someone on the plane who 
it smells very bad. Like it has very mm. bad body odor. It's <gasps> really bad. It's Abby a really bad experience. On her flight the other um, week when she was here, she's like, I swear the person next to me had a tonsil stone. Oh, shiz. <laughs> oh, not period. She's like, disease. I felt so bad. She's like, I felt so bad, but I literally could not help but put my nose and my mouth in my um, oh, sweatshirt. Shoot. She's like, I don't know if it was the person next to me. Someone around me had a tonsil stone. Even the thought of that smell right now. Oh, horrible. You Do you know horrible. Do you know what smell I'm referring to when I say periodontal disease? Like the old, kind of like old people yes. disease. I mean, it's not the same as the tonsil stone vibe. It, but that is really bad on a flight as well. Yes. And I don't know if that's a disease you can help. Have. I, I'm, I think that's, that's what I'm thinking of. But it's like a specific smell mm-hmm. that's really strong. So rank. It's so bad. <laughs> Dang. Oh, I know. It's so bad. And it's like you're bound to be... You know, we got all walks of life on the flight. Yes. So there's bound to be someone. You oh, know. don't worry. Case had a blowout on our flight. And really? I was like, yeah. But I almost was like, I'd rather him do this than cry. Because I feel like cry will be more stressful than having to change his diaper right here. Do you need to but, change it there or in the airplane bathroom? Uh, We just, me and Nick had our own aisle. Oh, okay. It was just That's me good. and him. So we just changed him. Like we had, a, we have a changing pad that we just yeah, lay, yeah. laid out. We can do it really quick. But it did get all over my pants. <gasps> My peachy club pants. <laughs> poop? Yes, poop. I literally was walking to the airport with poop on my peachy club sweats. <laughs> the peachy club. Literally right on the angel. It was actually, <laughs> it's actually a little angel and I think it, its butt is out and it literally the poop was on the butt. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> but he he didn't cry luckily and it and it didn't smell. But um, I was like, I'm so sorry to everyone around us. Well, if it's it does. fine if it doesn't smell. Well, I mean, I, I don't really trust myself. Okay. <laughs> Gets into a deep therapy talk. <laughs> I'm like, I have a problem with trust. No, I don't trust myself with my sense of smell because mm. I think some people have a much more keen sense of smell than me considering my deviated septum and that I'm always stuffed up. So Nick will be like, it smells horrible in here. And I'm like, I can't oh, smell really? a thing. Yeah. Well, we love King Case. Mm-hmm. He can do whatever he wants. Baby. He can poop as anywhere he wants. That's right. We love an empowered king. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for writing in your worst travel stories. That was so fun. We haven't mm-hmm. read stories in a while and that just um, filled my soul. Mm-hmm. That was very, very fun. Um, make sure to follow our Instagram. It's at what we said podcast. Again, we have our collab with every jewels. If you want to see our little jewelry collection, it's so freaking cute. We've been working on summer merch. We've been working on fall merch. We have so much fun stuff coming out. And also if you want to be a part of our like, you know, any of these story episodes, if you have funny stories to write in, make sure you're following along on our Instagram so you can be a part of them. Um, we always keep them anonymous or also you can write into our advice column that we have at the end of every month. If you guys didn't catch last week's episode or Friday's episode, we came out with an additional episode mm-hmm. every single month. So now we have six episodes a month, every Tuesday, and then every other Friday, basically. So the yeah. second Friday of the month and the last Friday of the month. And we're excited about that basically just a little more content for you guys if you want it so um thank you so much we also would really really appreciate you guys rating and reviewing the podcast it really means the world to us you can do that on the apple podcast app or spotify spotify i believe you can just do like a rating yes we love you guys so much and that's that's what what we we said. said bye